Hello! Welcome to the first episode of my brand new podcast called Autism, This, That, and Everything Else. So I'm going to take a little bit of time to introduce myself for people who don't know me super well. Um, my name is Piper and I currently live in Phoenix, Arizona. And this handsome dude next to me is my husband, Brian. Hello. And he will be joining me on my podcast to just listen, express his imp- his opinion, and I guess just whatever else he feels like saying. Yep. Um, but yeah, I decided to um, make this podcast because um, recently I've been I've been listening to um, just a lot of other podcasts about um, autism. Um, I was diagnosed um, last year, so it's been almost a year. Um, of having um, an autism diagnosis, and I just don't feel like there's enough um, information out there um, about autism, and it's different for every person who has it. So I feel like the more people we have um, that can sit down and talk about it, the more um, the rest of society is going to be able to learn about it better. Um, So I'm going to spend quite a bit of time talking about um, my daily life with autism, the ups and the downs, um, because I have good days and I have bad days. Um, I'm going to kind of hear some of Brian's side, what it's like to live with somebody who's autistic, because I can't see things from his point of view. So we'll have him talk about some stuff and what it's like to be married to somebody who's autistic and things that maybe he struggles with, um, things like that. And then... um, as uh, this and that is kind of going to be the ins and outs of autism. Um, and if you look at the podcast, um, I guess, picture that, that uh, Brian made, actually, um, I've got four little pictures on there that are just kind of some things, I'm, other things besides autism that I'm going to be talking about on my podcast. But I obviously couldn't re- represent everything I would want to talk about. So we just put them into four little pictures. Um, so if you see the brain on there with the puzzle pieces, obviously that one's the one that's going to be talking about autism. Um, I have, um, I guess, a gravestone or marker on there as well. Um, people who are close to me, my close friends and family know that I have kind of this weird obsession with cemeteries and going to visit graves. So we might spend a couple episodes talking about famous graves because we've been to L.A., um, a few times to visit some famous people and we can kind of just talk about cemeteries or things like that or celebrities and just kind of stuff like that because that's a weird interest that I have and that I like. So that might be a couple episodes we talk about that. Um, I also have part of a little scripture um, as part of the picture that says, be still and know that I am God. Um, me and Brian are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, formerly known to the world as Mormons, but we don't use that term anymore. So there's going to be a lot of podcasts talking about um, religion as well and just stuff that has to do with the church. If you're not comfortable with those ones, you don't have to listen to those ones, but that's what we want to talk about. So we will have um, times where we talk about that and just how God is in our lives and everything like that. So, um, another picture that's on there is a picture of Bigfoot. My family will know that I kind of have this obsession and thing that I believe in Bigfoot and I'm very big on Bigfoot. Um, so 
that picture just kind of represents the paranormal universe kind of as a whole and talking about different things out there if they could exist if they could not um i don't know brian per se if he actually believes that bigfoot's real or not i'm skeptical but <laughs> so that one might be an interesting podcast um i do drag drag him to watch a lot of bigfoot shows with me but we like watching ghost adventures a lot of those other paranormal shows um so whether or not you believe believe in that it could just also just be a cool one to listen to um just about fun stuff like that and then the last picture i have on my podcast cover is of a turtle or a tortoise whatever you want to go with um because those are one of my favorite animals um we have a pet box turtle her name is lafonda and she doesn't do anything with her life so um yeah just might be talking about animals or whatever else that i feel like talking about that has to do with turtles or tortoises or whatever else um and then whatever you guys want to hear on our podcast um we will be making um an instagram and facebook page um maybe even a tiktok page we'll play around with it and you guys are more than welcome to submit any requests you have or anything you want to hear talk about on this podcast as well you know, we're pretty much open to anything. We are probably going to try to steer more away from politics or anything like that. That might be too controversy right now. So we're probably going to try to avoid talking about that. Um, but yeah, we're, other than that, we're pretty much open to um, a lot of other stuff to talk about. Um, not only will it just be autism, but also maybe just mental health stuff as well. And just how to keep yourself mentally healthy and get out of situations that aren't going to be good for you so i guess um i can continue kind of more with um more of, of an introduction i guess about me and brian some more um we've been married uh it'll be three years this august so i guess you can kind of say we're out of the new the newlywed phase and more kind of in the middle phase i don't know if there's there's a name for that but that's kind of where we are. We've lived in Phoenix um, almost about three years now, too. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. We just got a dog recently. His name is Bama, and uh, he'll be wandering around. If you're watching the video podcast, you might see him pop up every once in a while, depending on um, what he's doing. But yeah, we just got him about a month ago. He's a, I guess, going to be five-month-old um, Norwich Terrier and a Poodle Mix. I've never heard of that terror either. You can look it up, but um, he's my pride and joy. He's my baby right now. So <laughs> I'm kind of the the mama that spoils him. Um, yeah, me and Brian actually grew up in Missouri. Um, we both lived there most of our lives and we met at church. I actually liked him first. It was more of a, we were, so um, in in the church they have, um, we, we call them wards or branches where you just meet with people um, your age or who kind of live in your area and they had one that was a singles branch where um, young adults eight, 18 to 30 would come and meet and you could just mingle or you know whatever else and I was in that branch for quite a few years before I had met Brian and then he showed up and I took him yep true story so I, I don't know what his first thoughts were about me but that was that was my thoughts about him. I don't know what what were your first impressions of me, honey? I mean, um, well, at the time, um, at the time I was 
uh, interested in another girl. True story. Um, <laughs> but uh, things didn't work out with that. But um, I mean, I was, so I wasn't like interested in Piper at first because I had my eyes set on someone else. But, Burn. <laughs> but I mean, once we started hanging out together and stuff, I, I just like really started falling for her. So. I'm irresistible. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then we got engaged in February of 2020, right before the pandemic and everything shut down. We got engaged, started planning a wedding, everything shut down, and we just said, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and get married anyway. So we had a COVID wedding, which was kind of hard, but at the same time, I wouldn't have changed the time that we had gotten married. I think that was perfect timing. And then... Yeah. Like a month after that, we packed up everything and moved to Phoenix, and we've been here ever since. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of a, a little bit about us. Um, I'll go into a little bit about um, my autism diagnosis. I'll go into more detail um, in a later episode, but um, essentially, there was a member of, so my sister-in-law, so um, her name is Hannah. Uh, she's married to Brian's brother, Zach. She actually was the one who recommended that I go get tested to see if I had autism. I never once in my life thought that it was something that I had. Um, one of my best friends back home in Missouri, she has autism. A lot of her family members did. So I knew just as much about it as the next person. I was, you know, watching her and the things she did. But kind of like I said before, every autistic person is different. So I guess that was one of the reasons why I never assumed I had it. Because I was like, well, I don't act anything like her. Like, I, I do this, this, and this. She's a lot more shy about this, this, and this. So I, it just never had crossed my mind. Um, I was told my whole life growing up that I just had ADD. But I never, as far as I'm aware, I never actually went to get diagnosed somewhere to see if it was ADD or what it was. So... But I uh, went in to go see a um, psychologist last year, did some tests and answered a bunch of questions, waited about a week for the results. And she had emailed me saying, yeah, we are, we suspect you to be um, on the spectrum. We are officially going to say you have autism spectrum disorder, yada, yada, yada. And that was that. It wasn't really too much um, of a surprise for me. I think it was more more of a relief because there were things that I did, especially um, within the past year that I was noticing a lot more that I was like, this is definitely something that's more than just ADD. Like, I'm like, because that wouldn't make any sense if this was just an, an ADD thing. But like I said, I never considered the autism thing until afterwards. And now I look back on my life. I'm like, oh, that would explain this. I would explain that. So it wasn't too much um, of a surprise. I was a little bit um, scared to tell some of my friends and family um, because I also, I mean, I didn't have anything to be worried about because I knew people were still going to love me no matter what. But I just have anxiety. I was diagnosed with that too. So I just over worry about stuff. And that was one of the things where I was afraid that I'd say something people would be like, oh, well, that explains like you're so weird all the time and blah, blah, blah. And, but, you know, my entire family, my parents, my sisters reached out with open arms, said, hey, this doesn't change anything about you. We still love you, blah, blah, blah. This whole thing, and I, it was just an outpour of love. So I really appreciate that. Um, Brian's been with me also from 
the beginning with it, um, what was kind of your reaction, honey, from me getting the diagnosis? Well, um, for me, um, I same with uh, same with you. I didn't like ever think about you having autism or anything. But um, when I heard the diagnosis, I I guess I wasn't really wasn't uh, super uh, super surprised or anything because. I know of the little things that you do that are a little different um, in the way you act and everything. Um, so I wasn't really surprised when I um, heard the uh, diagnosis from you. But and he's still here, obviously. So yeah. he didn't. He didn't ditch me. I just. I yeah. I just want to um, just be here. Be here for you and just um, uh, support you and and all this and everything. And to me, uh, um, to me, you're no different than what you were before you got the diagnosis. We just know a little bit more about you. That's about it. Isn't he a sweetheart? I married the right one, y'all. So, yeah. I'd, I'd never heard that before. That was the first time hearing it. But um, Brian is also lucky because he gets to see a lot of stuff that a lot of other people don't see because I feel like I can only be my true self around my husband and close family. Other than that, when I'm at work, sometimes even whenever I go over to um, my in-laws house or Brian's family's house, sometimes I try to hide some stuff that I do because of there's this thing that um, autism or autistic people have or there's something that we do, which is called masking, which is where you try to hide your autistic traits to blend in with the world. And I try to do that quite a bit. Sometimes like when I'm at work, some stuff will like slip out or whatever else, but all of my managers at work know that I have autism. I told them right after I got diagnosed and they've been awesome in supporting that and understand, understanding that. But Brian gets to see me just come home and just be probably the weirdest person he's ever seen in his entire life. Oh, I don't want to say that. But, <laughs> but I, I, I think you've probably noticed, too, that I can act differently in different situations. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he doesn't see me at work because we don't work at the same place. So he doesn't see that there. And I only have a few of my super close coworker friends at work that know I haven't told everybody because I don't feel like everybody at my job needs to know. Um... But everybody who is in my life knows about it. And um, I don't know, it was also kind of a challenge, I feel like, telling some um, people because, you know, everybody's going to have their own idea of what autism is. But that doesn't always mean that they're correct. Um, and, and I'll even admit that I was like that at 1.2 where... I would thought I knew what autism was, and now that I was diagnosed with it and I've been doing more research, it's like, oh, it's actually a wide variety of stuff, you know? So I feel like, you know, I've had, I've had some people say that, you know, you don't look autistic, you don't sound autistic, you know, you can talk, you know, you're, you're not nonverbal. And it's like, for me, for those people, I'm like, go out, do your research. Look up on the internet all this stuff because just because you've seen 
the norm of an autistic person who is nonverbal or isn't very verbal and they can talk or, or they can't talk doesn't mean everybody is like that. So I think that's important that we need to, as a, as a society, get away from the idea that somebody has to look a certain way to have something. You know, like you can, there's tons of people, even celebrities, people out there who have certain diseases or, or, you know, whatever else or illnesses, and they don't look like they have it. Doesn't mean that they don't have it. You know, so I feel like people need to understand that. And um, another thing, you guys, if, if you have more questions about autism or what um, being autistic is like for me, you can... Um, obviously put those questions out on our Facebook or Instagram page. Um, you know, or if you're members or, or if you're our friends or our family and you have any questions, you can always just text me or Brian or anything just, and we can answer that for you, um, on the podcast just so that, um, everybody can kind of know about it. I kind of went on a ramble there. That's nothing. I ramble a lot. So if I get off topic a lot and go on a tangent, I apologize. But I ramble when I get onto onto stuff. Um, but yeah, that's a vast majority of it. Um, when when we're filming this, we're actually filming this on April thirty first, which is the last day actually of the autism. April thirtieth. Sorry, I don't know my months. Or my days um, is the last day of the autism um, awareness month, but I just because the month is ending shouldn't mean that we shouldn't you know keep learning and keep studying and keep accepting people with autism. You know we should be doing that all the time, and not just you know one month out of the year. Yeah, uh, honey, give us just a little tidbit of what it's like to live with an autistic person or to be married to an autistic person just a a little bit and we'll save the rest for another episode but just kind of um let me think like like is it challenging do you find it interesting do do you get like upset with some stuff i do or just are you are you are you just like she's doing her own thing whatever else (laughs) um i mean some things i just find a little interesting um, like when we first met, you would say how you would organize all your clothes <clears throat> by colors. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> we moved here but, and I didn't do that. But yes, when we met, I had all of my t-shirts organized by color and I went down the line. So I was like, oh, I wore a blue shirt today. Tomorrow's going to be a green shirt and a pink shirt. Like I, I did that. Yeah. And not, no, and not knowing at that time that it was autism. I just figured it was like an OCD, this is how I did it. But now I look back, I'm like, that is an autism <laughs> trait, is doing that. So he was yeah. probably like, that's weird. Just put a shirt on. Doesn't matter. I mean, you still now go in order, like if, go in order on, your, on the rack of shirts, like, because you don't want one to be not worn at all. You, think they're just getting left behind. And then he <laughs> bugs me about when I skip one or go out of order because I don't feel like wearing it. He's like, well, now they're not going to be in order. And I'm like, can you not remind me of that, please? Because now it's going to bug me. 
because every once in a while I'll be like, well, I'm like, this isn't going to match what I'm wearing or I'm going out to this place. So I don't want one to wear this. And he's like, but then you just skipped one. He does that now, I think, to just get on my side or whatever. But he did that today when we were getting ready for church. He's like, well, you didn't wear that dress. So now it's not. I'm like, can you not remind me? Like, <laughs> yeah, church, you wear a dress one week and then a skirt and then dress and then a skirt. <laughs> you have to switch off. And it's different. Just, yeah, you just go in order. I mean, it's not super weird, but I mean, it's, I don't do that, but. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like it's, with you, it's not, um, it's not that weird, because I don't, I, like every autistic person is different, like you said, mm -hmm. but I mean, I feel like you're kind of just like on the minor, not, not like soup, I don't know the minor part of the autistic spectrum, I guess. Yeah, I, when, when, when I got tested, um, I think she's um, on her numbering scale that my psychiatrist had of like one being like very, very like um, low symptoms to five being like needs somebody there all the time 24 seven to help her. I think I was like a two or a three where it's like I can function and be an adult, you know, by myself. But then I have my moments where it's like, I'm getting overstimulated. I need to go away for a minute. And, it, and then when I get overstimulated, it just happens. Like, I don't know in advance. It's just like in the moment. And I'm like, I need to, like, sometimes like if I get overstimulated at work, I'll just go to the bathroom and just, I mean, so I'll have to go too, but I'll sit in there a little bit longer, just take a moment to breathe. And what's nice is that since my managers know if I'm like literally having a problem, I could be like, Hey, I'm getting overstimulated because of my autism. Can I go take a 15? and go sit down and he says he has no problem with it so it's nice that i have managers that are really understanding of that because we're, i work in retail so if you work in retail or customer service you know the amount of stupidity that is in that world i, I work at a secondhand store i see stupidity every day so mondays i'm actually stuck working on the sales floor and the store i work for um it's called savers it's a secondhand store they're also called value villages and stuff um in the country Mondays they have a 50% off the store sale. So everything in the store is half off. Those are the days I have to work on the sales floor. And I can't tell you, I come home every day from work and I tell Brian, honey, the amount of stupid people I've seen in the store today or people that just do things that would get on my nerve, like touch, touch like a rack of clothes that I'm trying to organize or ask me a stupid question before they try to figure out the answer for themselves. I get really irritated very easily. I think that's kind of like an autism thing. Like you ask me the same question all the time. I get kind of irritated, but we can go more into retail stories in another episode too, because I've got quite a bit of those, but see, I don't remember where I was going with this. I think you're just talking about how you just get overstimulated. At yes. Overstimulated. So yeah, but for the most part, um, Oh, and there is one thing. Um, I don't like ordering food at restaurants. You can ask Brian. I, whenever I can, I make him order for me. I also order the same thing. Like, if we go to, like, Chick-fil-A or McDonald's, I'm like, you already know what I want. Like, I eat the same. Like, that's another autistic thing is just eating a lot of the same foods. And, like, going to a restaurant and be like, oh, they have this. I've had that 15 times. I'll just eat that. So I, I do that a lot too. I'm sometimes I'll slowly branch out, but um, that could have also been because I had a food allergy for half my life. So I was just used to only eating certain foods. 
So that could be part of the reason why I do that also, just because I'm used to it. But yeah, I have, I don't like talking to food service people to order food. Um, cause it's like, we'll go somewhere and Brian's like, just tell them what you want. You already know what you want. I'm like, yeah, but I'm just talking to people and I don't like talking to people. I don't know. It's that like, that's the, like one of the few times I'll be shy is if I'm in like a new situation with people I don't know, then I will just like shut down, not talk to anybody. I'll just be like, no. But like, once you get to know me, I'm just like, I won't shut up. <laughs> so I don't know. How do you feel always when I always try and make you order my food? I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, like <laughs> I usually just say you can do it yourself. But sometimes I will. Sometimes if like I have to go to the bathroom really bad, I'll be like, you already know what I want, just order it and I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> but yeah. So those are just some um, of the things that um, we're gonna be talking about on the podcast and just some of the things I do as an autistic adult. Um, so I think that's going to pretty much be it for this episode. Don't want to make it too terribly long for the first one. But yeah, uh, go ahead and look us up on our Instagram and Facebook page. Just type in um, autism, this, that, and everything else. And hopefully it will pop up. And you can follow those pages for updates. Um, we're going to try to probably do an episode about once a week. Um, maybe we'll do more to pay on if I feel like talking a lot more one week. So... But yeah, just kind of um, keep an eye out for more episodes. And like I said, if you have any other questions or anything or anything else you think we should talk about, like I said, feel free to put questions on our um, Instagram, Facebook page as well. Um, share this with your friends. Just if you feel like more people should know about autism or just to have a fun family, clean podcast to, to, to listen to. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Thank you for um, taking the time out to listen to this podcast. And we will see you guys or see and talk to you guys next time. Yeah, bye. Bye.